0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: He's just going into like minute detail about, uh, like, bit by bit about like taxes and tax forms.
0: Nothing gets me horny like tax forms. Oh my God. That's what they always say, nothing right? Gets me
1: nothing gets me horny except for tax forms. Except for tax forms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spy Kids is your favorite. Well, I've only
1: seen. I think I've of only the se- trilogy. Yeah, Counting Spy Kids four, obviously. Uh, two.
0: Yeah, Island of Lost Dreams.
1: Yeah, it's just the weirdest. And Alan Cummings, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi.
0: <laughs> Great cast. A- Antonio Banderas.
1: Yeah, Antonio Banderas is in once upon a time in Mexico. Speaking so. of I Antonio think he's-
0: Banderas. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we've been oh, recording. Oh, hey, <laughs> baby. We've been recording for nine and a half minutes. Oh, fuck. I literally no idea.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Wonderful. Hi, we are the Cellar Dwellers.
0: I'm Colby. I'm a Christian. We were we were discussing the merits of the Spy Kids movies earlier. Which it's important. It, they're, they're great movies. I, saw, I think I saw the, all the first three in theaters. I got a story for you about Spy Kids that I'll tell you
1: off air because it's a little long, but it does involve me pooping on the floor.
0: Why don't you just tell it on there? Then? <laughs> I'll tell you later. It's a little long. <laughs> it's a little hey, long. Hey, let me tell you. We got the time. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, <laughs>
1: we'll, we'll do bonus content. We'll, we'll,
0: I'll tell that story at some point. The dad and Spy Kids is Antonio Banderas. Mm. We're segueing into the movie that we watched today, which was... Pedro Almodovar's The Skin I Live In. 2011. It was
1: fantastic. I fucking loved it.
0: Yeah, uh... I mean, we're going to get into all the twists and turns that this movie has within it, but... but quick, Go in. But quick uh, opinions from both of us is that this movie is awesome. It was fucking great. I had a killer time with it. It is. A, it's a thriller. I would not describe this as a horror movie by any means, but there are some some disturbing moments for sure. Yeah. Unsettling,
1: no eerie, uh, just genuinely upsetting moments. Yeah. Um, yeah it's it's
0: mind-bending
1: it was a ride go go in as blind as possible you can watch the trailer because that's pretty much all i did i've owned this movie for years and i've, I, never, I've never watched it.
0: i didn't even watch the trailer before we watched this
1: um i showed the trailer <laughs> it helped i showed the trailer to hannah it does not give a single thing away nope uh it shows off the style though it does make tiger seem like he's going to be a bigger character
0: you mean we'll get to Tiger. Tiger King.
1: Tiger King. The true Tiger <laughs> the, King. The
0: one and only Tiger King. Yeah.
1: Um, I've only... You're not familiar with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? No, this is
0: the only movie I've seen of his so far. Yeah,
1: I have only seen one other um, being Bad Education, which is great. That is... That would be considered in the world of more explicit cinema, but not extreme cinema.
0: Like in the same... When you say explicit, like in the same um, world as like...
1: Last Tango in Paris.
0: Okay. Something oh, like that. Not like, uh, who's the French director? Uh, no way. In, in, into the Void, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, not like not v-
1: Well, he definitely does have violence. So yeah, I'd say more of that realm. Yeah. I mean, Bad Education's NC-17, um, mostly NC-17, I would say because America are prudes, so. It's because of the dicks you said earlier. Yeah, it's because, there's, <laughs> it's because of the dicks. There's yeah. dicks in it. And it involves a uh, uh, transgender prostitute, so.
0: Yeah. America is, yeah, compared to compared to a place like
1: Europe. Uh, Spain, Europe, yeah, wherever. Uh, he's, is uh, a Spanish director yep. from Spain. Um, has worked with uh, Antonio Banderas since the 80s. 82, I think I said. He's like his muse. Yeah, he's, uh, this was their sixth film together. That's so cool. The Skin I Live In was their sixth film. Uh, yeah, the, their first collaboration was Labyrinth of Passion, which I read uh, was a slapstick comedy. <laughs> which... <laughs> Makes me so curious. I, now I want to, like, seeing this, I remember seeing Bad Education and really loving it and wanting to dive into Almodovar, and then for some reason just not. Uh, and now seeing this, knowing this is kind of an outlier, like, most of his movies aren't like this, uh, I'm really curious and want to dive in. I'm so curious what a comedy from this guy is he, like. He followed this movie with a comedy that takes place on an airplane called I'm So Excited. Soul Plane? Look! Look at the co- look at the poster. Whoa! <laughs> like it's like a it's just a straight comedy on an airplane.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yep, he's a he's a weird flamboyant.
0: I dude. think we're seeing a lot of similarities, and we mentioned this while we were watching to a Takashi Mike. Yes, who did Visitor Q, the yep. first our, our very first episode? I brought up. Yeah, I did bring up. This
1: is definitely a a sensual film. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is a throwback to those like eight. Weird, like kind of erotic. 80s kind of diplomatic. yeah, um,
1: Adrian Lynn, uh, like Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct, uh, 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 Dress to Kill type shit. Uh, and this kind of skirts a lot of those tropes because a huge issue with uh, movies from the 80s and like early 90s specifically that dealt in these more uh, erotic zones. Is a lot of the time the antagonists in it are either the women and they're just written off as crazy, which is their only motivation like, is their they're fucking just, crazy. They're just psychopaths. Which is fucked up. Who wanna have sex. Yeah, who just wanna fuck. And if you if you even do
0: anything outside of that, they don't wanna fuck. You don't wanna fuck.
1: So there's that. Yes. Messed up, not cool. And then there's uh what De Palma is most guilty of, which sucks because I love his fucking movies. You're a big De Palma guy. I am a big De Palma guy, but he's got some he's got some big issues. Uh, he has a lot of a lot of uh, uh, killers turn out to be uh, transgender.
0: Yeah, it's like a weird, deep seated like thing. It's weird, and it
1: was huge at that time. Like De Palma wasn't the only one, no. but some of his biggest movies, *Dressed to Kill*. Is that spoiler? But you should know that going in because if you don't, it may piss you the fuck off.
0: But that stereotype continued even all the way until like si- 2000s. Silence of the Lambs yeah. was was basically that Silence of the
1: Lambs. <laughs> I mean it. I mean it. Kind of goes back to fucking Psycho. Ace Ventura. Ace, oh my <laughs> god, Ace <laughs> Ventura. We're the talk first about Ace that. Ventura. Uh, yeah, not aged,
0: not aged super well. It's at rough. all. So yeah,
1: full full disclosure. Uh, before we get into this movie, just to just to be safe, is this touches on topics of gender a lot uh almost exclusively but uh it does not deal with um it does not deal with uh gender dysphoria or it does not it's nobody in this is transgender it deals with sex change it deals with sex change
0: that's the best way to describe that we're going I mean, we're we're to get into it. We gotta, we're going to get into it. But we got to just
1: let you know up top it's, it's a bumpy road discussing this movie.
0: And we are well equipped to, <laughs> to talk about gender issues as two straight white men. There's,
1: we're as equipped as we can be.
0: we are. You might as well just call us experts at this point. I, I mean, we are sh- sh- straight white men. And I'm a little
1: Puerto Rican, so <laughs> I think I'm a little better than you. Actually, I, no, I'm not. I'm I'm just Irish,
0: <laughs> I got nothing.
1: Uh, so yeah, just just a heads up. It's a little uh, maybe may some touchy ground, but the skin I live in. How yeah, does, how does it even start? We just we just
0: finished this, and it was such a wild ride. So we, yeah, we are we are still in the kind of processing phase. But yeah. I think what we can both agree on the first probably quarter of this movie. We didn't know what the fuck was happening.
1: And they... Oh, my God. That was so well done. It's such a smart... Yeah. Yeah. It pays off super well. But yeah.
0: Let's see if we can talk through this. See if we can kind of piece it together. We know... We understood everything that happened at the end of this movie. Yeah. But there was a lot to piece together. Yeah, because
1: I could put it together chronologically right now. But I couldn't tell you how it actually started exactly. But I will say, yeah, we were asking each other questions for like the first 30 minutes that were... Then slowly being answered, like as we were asked.
0: The way that. it disseminates information, yeah, throughout the movie is super, super smart, and I—it's—I haven't seen a movie this w- well written as far as like plot is told is in a, in a while.
1: It starts with a surgery, right? It starts with him at the school with the students, or he's teaching a class.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so Antonio Banderas yeah. is a plastic surgeon.
1: Yeah. He's kind of... Like, renowned, it seems.
0: Doctor slash scientist.
1: As we like to call them, a doctor scientist. (laughs) That is doctor scientist to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Antonio Banderas is that.
1: Yeah, he is doctor scientist for this film. There are many, and we also discussed that there are many Dr. Scientists that have been in films that we have watched. The Human Centipede. Well, maybe the main Dr. Scientist. One of the biggest Dr. Scientists out there. Uh, we uh, could have a whole ep- We
0: might have a future episode. Dr. Frankenstein? Dr. <laughs> <Doctor> scientist. <laughs> the epitome of a Dr. Scientist. The, the quintessential. We don't want to spoil Dr. our scientist. future Dr. Scientist episode. No, 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 no. Right no, now. No. We'll have a whole episode. We'll do a quadruple feature. It'll be on the Patreon.
1: <laughs> You'll see. Yep. Sign up. It's not there. Anyway, so Antonio (laughs) Banderas is uh, teaching a class. He's a plastic surgeon, well-renowned. We can kind of jumble this part because it goes to a party.
0: Yes, yes.
1: They end up at a party of his, uh, like, colleagues um, and peers, and he gets pulled aside by someone of rank in uh, the medical world due to his...
0: What was it called again? His, his experiments. So he's been working on this uh, this new skin. Yeah, like this artificial skin. We I'll try see- to
1: get the name of it. Gal. No, 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 no. Um, they call it something. Uh, oh, it's uh
0: genesis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, transgenesis. Transgenesis, which yep. uh, basically he's working on this artificial skin that is flame retardant and
1: can't be bit by bugs or stung by bugs. It, it, yeah, it's it, just like super skin.
0: Yes, he's basically like trying to be an inventor of this uh, new medical skin, basically. Help
1: diseases, help. He's he's doing it under the guise of helping. Yes, is how we're introduced yes. to this, and he is told that um, essentially it's unethical what he's doing. Uh, they don't know how he's he's getting the results he's getting. How he's testing it. How he's testing it, and he he made some mention of a pig, and they're. Looking back now, it seems the dude's alluding to we know you're doing some shady shit,
0: and uh, he and was, if you
1: continue, we're going to have to tell somebody he was doing some shady shit. Oh, it turns out he was absolutely doing some shady shit. But the way the film is set up, we, we Colby and
0: I genuinely felt for him for a good like forty five minutes. I'd say for like almost half the movie. we yeah. we were like, is is he the bad guy? Like, is I'm pretty sure he's bad, but the, every, the way he was acting and the things that he was saying. Felt very reasonable. And, okay, so...
1: were in the context we were given, them. So you
0: mentioned uh, your Antonio Banderas little factoid about his acting performance.
1: Yes, uh, I read that uh, Almodovar had a conversation with him because while they were filming it, uh, uh, Almodovar had to ask him to drop all of his tics as an actor because he was playing kind of a traditional psycho-type character, whereas... The performance that we get from him in the film is so even keel and like, I don't want to say subdued. It just, it makes sense for the character. He's very calm. He's very... It's almost realistic. It's realistic. He seems smart. He seems in control, but like, he's, he's handling what he needs to handle.
0: It's, he seems like a successful doctor scientist. Which means he's like probably a functioning sociopath. Oh, one, I mean, well, means, we learned. And his mom... Considers him to be one, as we learn in a she's, little bit. She's scared of him. Yes. For sure. Yes. Uh oh boy. We haven't even We, we haven't mentioned even touched the Tiger on King. We, we the, t- oh my god, once we get to the Tiger King. Okay, let's let's see if we can do this.
1: So pretty quickly, we see in his home. Um There's a woman. There's a woman.
0: Wearing uh some sort of full
1: bod- nude body nude bodysuit yeah. type thing. Like, made of
0: like fabric.
1: Yeah, uh it looks like um what you put on when you have a burn, like for burn victims, but it's covering her whole body.
0: Not her face. Uh,
1: Yeah, not her face, Uh, but her actual, the rest of her body.
0: The It seems like she's locked in this room. Yeah, she's being ca- held captive. She's not allowed to leave this it, room, but she can communicate back and forth through yep. the... With his mom,
1: uh, who we don't know is his mom at this point, but we you will learn. An it's older
0: blind woman named it. Yeah. Mar- Mauricia? Uh, I think there's an L in there. Marilicia? Mar- uh, Marilia. 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 Uh, she, yeah,
1: she is Antonio banderass that is Roberto's, uh, mom.
0: But we are introduced to her as essentially like a, a servant. servant. Yeah, yeah
1: like, and she calls herself a servant.
0: Yeah, so we don't learn that until a little bit later once once we get a few more answers. Because this we're, at this point we're still in the phase of we don't really know what's happening. We're not being told anything. No, we're not
1: being told. It's, it's, oh my god, it just pays off so well. Uh... Essentially, what unfolds within the beginning of the film is that we realize he's doing these skin experiments. We're not sure exactly what for, but we are now alluding to it's being done on this woman.
0: Yep. Who's being um, kept here. Who's
1: being kept here, but doesn't seem uh, like she's, she's not actively trying to leave or like verbally fight or anything. Uh, but she does try to kill herself pretty early on. Uh, she slashes her wrists. And him being the doctor scientist that he is, saves her and it, she's fine.
0: He's great with skin. We great are. with skin.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, there is a line said by the mother that uh, if you don't kill her, she'll kill herself. Essentially. And we so, don't
0: we don't understand any of the context of why she's no idea
1: of this. No idea what's going on. But uh, it's uh, from there we see. Uh, the giant basketball breasts from afar. <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: You can't just say it like that.
1: We had to rewind because it
0: really caught my eye. We have to explain the context of, okay, w- of what so that means.
1: They're showing him doing some experiments or, uh, or something along those lines. And as they're, like, panning, it, it kind of looks like there may be a magnifying glass of sorts on what looks like a, a ballooned breast uh in just kind of in the background it's just kind of seen a little bit and i was like that's is that magnifier is that just a, a giant bazan and colby was like rewind that so i okay like, i didn't colby, you were the
0: one who said i'm gonna rewind this
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we rewound it it's just a mannequin it's not like a real person no uh it rewinds and no it's just a mannequin it's ginormous ginormous Bazans.
0: Basically, it's like imagine if you're in med school as a student yeah. and you and you're practicing on a fake body. Yeah. and it just has too big, <laughs> like aboos. way too big. Like, like why? It was yeah, it was very. There were a couple things. It's, it's in the this first movie. sign that we're like, what's wrong with what's wrong with, with this rocket? <laughs> what's wrong with Doctor Robert? Did you just call him Rocket? No, I was trying to. I couldn't decide if I wanted to go with Antonio Banderas or Robert. We're just gonna call him Robert. Yeah, he's Robert. He's Robert.
1: Um, yeah, so that, I just wanted to mention that. That scene doesn't really matter, except that we (laughs) see, we see him testing the skin on this. uh, The skin is
0: called Gal. Gal, yeah. Short for Galatea. Yeah. Which, if you want to do, get into the mythology. uh, Galatea was the sculpture that Pygmalion... Created it, and then fell in love with it and blah, 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 blah. Sorry, I took <laughs> classes on it in college. <laughs> Ooh, you went to college. We went to the college together. Ooh, I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so we see that on the giant bazans, and then uh, pretty quickly after this, um, he's gone. Uh, Robert's out of the house, and it's just Vera, uh, who we learned her name, I believe, in this Scene, I think so, yeah. Uh, Vera is the name of the woman that is in that room, and then the mother, uh, Marilia, Marilia. they're talking kind of just back and forth, uh, through the through the intercom the intercom, yeah. And then there's a call. On the outdoors, like, let me in the house thing. They have a gate. It's a very fucking big it's a, house.
0: He's, he's rich. Well, apparently,
1: uh, also, we learn that he rehabilitates people there. Like, there is rooms and available space for people to recover after their procedures there. And it's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, there's someone at the gate. And we see this <laughs> This is when it goes... It, it goes... Not downhill. Kind of not
0: downhill, but it takes a turn.
1: This felt straight up David Lynchian. It, like, it this was bizarre.
0: So <laughs> weird. So we see uh, in the camera, uh, Marilia is looking at of who is r- currently ringing, you know, at the gate. And it's a kind of large ish man wearing a skin tight tiger uh, outfit with a full length tail and. He he's claiming that he is her son. Pretty quickly, that that outfit. I let's pause. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we did
1: pause on it. Let's pause. I am going to I'm going to say that we not only had to point out that he's wearing a cod piece with this, but there is a tiger face on the cod piece, as well as on the ass. And, uh, no, not on the ass, on the back of his shoulders. In case it wasn't clear that it's a tiger. (laughs) That it's a tiger. Uh, He also moons the camera to prove that he's her son, showing his gross, hairy ass, like just unkempt ass, because there's a birthmark there that she'll recognize.
0: And she, that's how she understands that this is her Her son, son. Zika, Zeka.
1: Zeka, whatever. He's a piece of shit. He is. We learn that very quickly. He is.
0: Very dumb, but also scary. He's maniacal. Yeah. Like,
1: he's, he he seems... He's a chaos agent, is it's, what it He seems. essentially,
0: like, bullies his way inside. And they're sitting at the table... Eating... Him yeah. and his mom, Marilia, Marilia, and he sees Vera in the camera. Like, on the on the video monitors, because there are monitors all over the building.
1: And believes it to be Robert's dead wife.
0: Yes, because we learn... I guess at this point that Robert had a had a wife who died uh, in a car accident and was essentially burned up, and that was what uh, inspired him to work on this new artificial skin to kind of save people that could potentially have died in that same way.
1: Yes, that that's was, that's his claim, and I do believe it probably started that way. I think so. I think I think those were his initial intentions.
0: Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't work out. Not quite. Not quite. Quite. So, but we'll learn. So, uh, Tiger, we'll just call him Tiger. Yeah. I think that's absolutely for the best. They call him Tiger, actually, <laughs> yeah. throughout the movie. He essentially decides that I'm going to go assault this woman that is trapped here.
1: Well, it's because he believes it is his Robert's dead wife. Yes. He believes it is, and that means he knows her, and we don't know why he knows We her. had so many questions early on. Like, they get answered so soon, but not yet. So, uh,
0: Tiger goes, uh, This is a really cool sequence, because the, the way this was shot, it's since it's such a big house, yeah. we see shot after shot of Tiger opening these doors, yep. and Vera, we're getting cross-cutting of Vera, and she's trying to meditate, meditate yeah. and do yoga, but she's hearing these doors slamming open and closed. And finally he gets to hers and it's locked. Yeah.
1: And that's when he goes back down, to the, gets the key from his mom. Who, saying, he, who he has tied up. Who he has ta- gagged and tied up. And right when he unlocks the door, Vera kicks it open, which throws him back. And then he, she runs by and he pulls her down. And then he starts talking. This, does, this is uh, the first of two... Assault scenes, sexual assault scenes, to very, wow, Now I just made a, I just made a connection. Anyway, we'll bring that up later. Okay. Um, interesting. So, here he starts talking and he starts saying a lot of shit. And she seems scared, not interested, and confused, but also going along with it. It's also confusing, like, does she actually know him?
0: We don't know. It seems like there might be a connection there. Yeah, because
1: the way he's talking, being like, uh, we used to fuck. Like, all you're good for is a good fuck. And then he does rape her. And uh, he says something like, it's disgusting, but it is important for the plot. It is. He says it's as big as it always was when she says it hurts. Oh, yeah. And that as it always was. You're like, what is, what is, what are they talking about?
0: Yeah, we really didn't have any context for any of the lines throughout this whole scene.
1: Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Robert comes home, unties the mom, gets a gun, and kills Tiger. But during this, the mom is watching the screen saying, kill them both. Kill
0: both of them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why does she want the woman to die? Yeah, there's so many, there's so many connections that make sense later on, and it's, like it's literally just like a puzzle from here it starts from this point I'd say what this is this is 30 minutes into the movie yeah I'd say so
1: from here it uh, begins to unravel and we start seeing the or layers or ravel ravel it be, the pieces start the puzzle starts getting put together uh, through a series of flashbacks as well as um, just exposition exposition uh, yeah. the, the, the mother after Antonio Banderas is taking care of tiger's body we're assuming yep um and
0: it doesn't vera... seem like the first time he's no it body, does not you
1: know? seem like the first time he has had to do this Mm-mm. uh which it comes up later a little bit he he's gone in vera and um the mother i'm just gonna keep saying that because her name's hard to pronounce for me uh marlia Mar- Mar- marilla
0: marilia Mar- Mar- what happened to that little bit of puerto rican you had in you why? Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I see. I see. I don't know. Gato <laughs> pequeño, baño grande. Oh my um, God. <laughs> so <laughs> they're sitting there, and the mom just kind of dishes out a little bit of exposition, but it's very helpful because we had a lot of fucking questions. It's Typically, mo- I don't it's, like this. It's the
0: most helpful for us. Yeah.
1: Typically, I don't like this kind of exposition because it it was a dump. Like she was just dumping. Like here's. Here's what you need to know, and I was like, "Thank you, and we lady. loved it." Thank you, because I was very fucking confused. Uh, so we find out that uh, Tiger and Robert are brothers, half brothers, half brothers. She's their mom. This is when we find out that she's their yes. mom. Uh, We've been spoiler. Then the Tiger was with someone of a lower class and lived very like not part of the family Mm -hmm. and uh robert was too a very successful guy hence the privileged life growing up to be a doctor scientist doctor thank you for the clarification um but eventually tiger came back into the picture and started having an affair with robert's wife yes and on one of their trysts uh They got into a car accident, the car caught fire, Tiger got away, but in his words, he left her to burn. Yeah, Tiger sucks. Tiger is a piece of shit. So when he is killed, you don't feel bad in any way. And we find out he's essentially there just to fuck things up. Uh, Like, that's why he showed up, was Mm -hmm. just to kind of, he wanted his face fixed, because he has scars. Uh, but aside, like he he was there to cause trouble. Yep. Like yep. was his only reason for being there. Yep. And he was wearing that costume. He claims because it was a similar costume he wore as a kid.
0: Well, he was wearing it. Uh, there's some sort of event called Carnival. Oh right 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 or right. Or right, Carnival. Right. Yep. I don't know
1: what that is. I think it's. The, I think I know what it is. I think it's a sexy event. Like a furry event. No, I think people get really. I think it's like a Mardi Gras. It's type like his thing. persona t- tiger. I feel like I feel like it's a Mardi Gras type thing, and it's also. I could be talking out my ass completely. But I feel like it's like with the beads and Mardi Gras, like there's a lot of that going on. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, cool. Cool.
1: We should, do, we should go. We should, yeah, that will totally I'd fly. wear a costume like that. I would absolutely wear that tiger costume. It okay. came with a cape. He took it off right when he got to the house. Mistake. But it had a tail and a cape. Big mistake.
0: Good shit. Cape was cool. Yeah, but he was
1: a piece of shit. So he got dead. We find all of this out, how they're related. And we then realize that whatever Robert is doing with this woman... Is essentially molding her into the image of his dead wife. Yes. We, That's just
0: the tip of the iceberg. That is the tippity
1: top of that iceberg. Holy
0: fucking shit. So I would say the next the next third of the movie is told in complete flashbacks, yep, basically. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, basically which, to give all the context that we wanted so badly for this first third. Woo! But in no way could we have predicted what that would be. I,
1: I said what, I, what it turned out to be about a minute before they revealed it. Questioning myself if I was right. You said no. And before you even finished saying no, you caught yourself and were like, whoa. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Because it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. So from here, it's probably like a day or two after, or I don't believe it's the night of of the assault and stuff because he had to take care of the body. So I think it's the next night. They uh, Robert and Vera are in bed, which we have not seen them before. She's always separated from him. Uh, but she seems to be freely in bed at this point And they are making out and fooling around and she says that <laughs> She's still in pain. I'm not laughing because that's funny. I just realized that's a nervous laugh. Uh, She's in pain from Tiger. And he said, fuck off, dude. And he, he, he's, this is where we're like, he's a good dude. Like, we still think he's so good. He's so thoughtful. He's so, it's just, it's it's what should happen. He's very sweet. He's like, everything's okay. I don't want you to be uncomfortable. His response was just hold me.
0: Yeah. That was like, it's, it's nice.
1: But see, in that scene in hindsight, now we realize how sad and fucked up he oh, it's, is. It's so because messed up. If you think about it, he, he he's a bad boy. Yeah, he's a bad boy. Did a bad, bad thing.
0: But he had two horrible things happen to him oh, that caused him. We do have to we do have to say, like, Robert's life sucks. Sucks. He's very successful, things, but his personal life the sucks. The Things that have happened to him which essentially we are all told during this sequence... Yeah. ...are just horrible. So, they cuddle and
1: go to sleep, and uh, it it says six years earlier. And we see... This is after the car crash. Uh, Robert... She didn't die in the crash. I, I, I meant to say that earlier, but his wife did not die in the crash. She uh, was pulled from it, and he planned to essentially do what he's... what he's doing now of find this way to restore what she looked like her skin is very, very it's hor- she's burned from head to toe very scarred yeah uh we we see like the direct aftermath it's not fully focused uh the way it's introduced is a really effective shot uh, let's go ahead and talk
0: about the cinematography real quick The cinematography is gorgeous it's clearly shot on film yeah uh the cinematography is really creative and i i cool kept, it kind of felt finchery a little bit definitely there's a th- kind of throwback vibe to it um and yeah we kept noticing really interesting ideas and, yeah. and shots and stuff ways to the frame movie, things yeah um, which is just a sign that it's creative and well thought out
1: yeah it was fucking great yeah. and and i'm sure people who are more versed in almodovar than us are like of course dumbass but like This is my second, your first, and it's fucking great. And I'm really excited. It's nice to appreciate it. It's to genuinely, like, I think of what we have watched for this podcast that I haven't seen before. This is my favorite. I mean, it's up there. Like, I think I did like this more than Come and See. I think Come and See is more important. But I had a fucking... This was... I haven't seen a thriller like this in a minute. No.
0: Where I was just like, what the fuck? This is like if Hitchcock could do whatever he wanted back, <laughs> like, like back in the day god it, okay so let's continue yeah
1: from here uh we see this sequence of the wife like slowly getting better like healing a little bit and uh she hears her daughter outside singing and gets gets up and goes to the window she has not seen herself they took all the mirrors out took all the mirrors out she's they said they lived like vampires um And she opens the blinds and opens the windows so she can look out, see her daughter, and listen easier, and catches her reflection in the window and uh, uh, jumps to her death at the sight of herself. In front of her daughter. In front of her daughter.
0: Which sets off a chain of events (sighs) that is really, it doesn't explain Robert's actions, but it gives context. It gives context, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: It gives him motive. Um, their daughter,
0: Norma. Their daughter, Norma,
1: witnessed this. But grows up. There's another flash very forward Very traumatized. Flashback. Yeah.
0: A very... Medicated. Medicated, sheltered,
1: um, just kept safe yes. because she was obviously very broken mm-hmm. by
0: what she witnessed. Um, so we flash forward a little bit to a party mm-hmm. where uh, Robert... Uh, is at with his daughter. She's probably in her late teens, early twenties. Yep. It just 20s seems maybe. like
1: uh, it seemed. I don't know if it's a school type dance, or but it looks like a community thing. It's probably something different cultures. Yeah, so sure. they may be. I don't know what it is exactly. Uh, but he's he's talking to someone's mom, and that dude is talking to Robert's daughter. So they're like, oh, they're hitting it off. They clink drinks. Everything's kind of sweet.
0: Whatever. We're introduced. We're not introduced, but this boy that we see, yeah. uh, man. Well, they're... We don't know. They're probably... I would say they're probably, like, 17, 18? Okay, sure. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Uh, his name is Vicente. Yeah. We learn his name later for various reasons. I'm gonna see if... Uh, you go. You keep going. I'm gonna look up the
1: age. I'm curious now if so, they have anything on that. So
0: we're at this party, and uh, Robert is seen talking with what we learn is Vicente's mom, and then what, what happens after that? Like, do, well, it flat, it here we it becomes get disjointed.
1: Yeah. Cause here, then we start switching perspectives. Um, and it goes like, f- I don't remember the exact order, but I remember from Robert's perspective, he's, uh, comes across a bunch of the teens, people fucking in the woods. Like an orgy, like a kind of a mini orgy of these young people. Just all, they're all fucked up on pills and drugs and shit. And mm-hmm. they're just in the woods. Um, and then he sees he doesn't know it's that kid specifically that he saw with his daughter but he sees that kid drive off on his moped motorcycle mm. type thing and that's kind of where that cuts.
0: Yes and then we see it from Norma's perspective. Norma's perspective
1: and she uh, goes out with goes, they all go outside so like we know where a good group of them are about to be um, no, after he sees them go off, he goes into the woods and finds Norma, passed out. That's true.
0: Yeah. Yes. We find out from his, from Antonio Ben Roberts' perspective yeah. that uh, she was assaulted and wakes up in the woods to him cradling her body. Yeah, she's like being like, alive.
1: wake up, are you okay? Wake up. she's screaming
0: yeah. pretty horribly. She
1: wakes up and then just starts screaming. Yeah. Um, and then it flashes to her perspective. Yes. Um, we don't see, like, her... Uh, she, she genuinely look, like looks like she's sleeping when he comes across her. Doesn't look, she doesn't look particularly disheveled, but because of where she is, we assume that she was assaulted. And then we see from her perspective, the answer is unfortunately yes. But uh, the way that leads up to happening is she's with this boy, uh, Vicente, and they're walking out with everybody else. They, the other people all go out to their orgy fest, and they end up alone talking and Vicente's on a lot of drugs a lot of drugs and he's like what did you take pills and then she starts listing off her like daily medications
0: for like depression and anxiety and And
1: because they're all these like clinical names and shit uh Vicente just assumes she's fucked up like he is
0: and you can tell at this point in the way that she's kind of moving and talking like there's something a little off, like... Oh, yeah. She's not she, all there.
1: Something's not right. Yeah. Like, yeah, something's actually not
0: Which right. gives the viewer just uh, the most unsettling feeling, because you because you it know sucks. what's about to happen, and it, it really does suck. Yeah,
1: it sucks. She seems, um... Innocent. Oh, very innocent. Uh, she seems... Innocent's the correct word, but, like, uh, kind of aloof to what is actually about to happen. Yes. Like, what sex is ignorant Uh, she seemed yeah she i don't think she fully knows um or at least that's how it's presented um so as it goes on she's not like actively saying no but her body language is so uncomfortable and so just blatantly like i don't know what's going on so don't do this uh to the point where she does end up saying no but he puts his hand over her mouth slaps her she passes out, and he leaves.
0: Yeah, and he covers her up. Cover, like, like her redresses her yeah. and leaves. And that's when he leaves on the moped, is when Robert comes Robert and finds sees her. sees her.
1: So from that, we learn through some more flash-forward flashbacks of the daughter lost it, uh, mentally just did not recover from this, but it's not because necessarily of the assault itself. It's because of her... The state in which she woke up, she believes that Robert, her dad, was the one that actually assaulted her.
0: And the he doc- that's what the doctor tells Robert. Robert, yeah. And yeah, that... It's heartbreaking. It That is horrible.
1: Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Uh, and then she ends up committing suicide by yep. jumping out of a window
0: So at his, the hospital. His wife and daughter both committed suicide. His daughter did it thinking that he was the one who assaulted her. So, I mean, Robert is understandably devastated, and his mother already thinks he's a psychopath before this.
1: Yeah, and
0: by all accounts that we
1: know up until this point, we don't know if he's done anything bad. Mm-mm. Just kind of shady. Oh, we know why he thinks. I think she thinks he's a psychopath because what we're about to get into. Oh, okay, I guess that's, that's probably right. yeah, because uh, she does know what's going on with that. Yes. Um, so from here. There is a random scene of the shop where Vicente and his mom. It's like
0: a dress seamstress. Seamstress
1: fabric store. uh, Yes, seamstress. um, Where they work asking about Norma. um, Just being like, oh, she kind of goes missing all the time. It kind of seems we don't know these people.
0: Or. We recognize the mom because she was at the party.
1: Yeah, we recognize the mom. I'm saying the people that showed up to ask those questions. Oh, they were probably... I think they were just paid... F- well, now party. that I'm thinking, was it that dude? Was it his cohort? Maybe. From the place. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. need to rewatch that scene. Anyway, two guys show up and they kind of ask about her. And in hindsight, I can't... We can't guarantee that this is correct. But in hindsight, it seems like they were sent there to make sure that that person Kid owned that bike that he saw because he greatly assumed the dude that was speeding away was the one that assaulted his daughter. Yes.
0: Correctly assumed. He
1: did correctly assume this.
0: So, uh, from here... <clears throat> the movie takes a martyrs-ish turn. It's
1: wild. I, I will say straight up, I don't have a turning point in this. I don't there think so There is nothing... This is not extreme in the traditional sense. This is extreme in its. This is some tricky subject matter to be fucking with, and it's uh, it's just a wild idea. It's a wild fucking idea for a thriller. Apparently inspired by a book.
0: But, it's, uh, it's loose, loosely an adaptation yeah. of a French book
1: called. Uh, uh, in American, it's called uh, called tarantula. tarantula. American in uh, English, it's called Tarantula.
0: By the author uh, Thierry Jeanquette, which I'm, I'm very curious to know what the similarities are. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll read the book later.
1: So, what happens from here? Let's uh, just call this
0: the turning point.
1: We'll call this the turning point
0: because for the, this is when it this is when it does take a turn. Yep.
1: Yeah. Robert uh, stalks Vicente and uh, knocks him off of his bike. And kidnaps him. Shoots him with a dart. Shoots him with a dart. He's wearing this crazy face mask, uh, like prosthetic face mask.
0: We were not sure if it was even Robert. Yeah, I was at like, first. and I was like, that. No, that's him. <laughs> that was be just a...
1: fake enough looking. Yeah. Knocks him out and then chains him up for what appears to be almost a
0: year, a long time. He goes missing. His mom is talking to the FBI yeah. or the the police, trying to find him. The police this... have nothing. They have no information. So we are told that time passes and he's chained up down in this basement area. Yeah. For, yeah, for a while. For a long time, like, starving him,
1: uh, keeping him. He has a bucket
0: of water, that's about it.
1: He gets a bucket of water, but it seems like he passes out and then wakes up to a full bucket.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but then eventually he starts getting rice and, like, visits and this, that, and the other. Uh, building his strength back, he broke him and then built him back up. It's, it's, From it's, nothing, it's torture. And, yes. It's 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 it's, it's brainwashing. Torture, that's what I was. All for. of the above. Yeah, gaslighting. It's insane. Uh, Stockholm syndrome. All of this is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't quite get to the Stockholm syndrome. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Um, but obviously, he's wanting to get out. He's like, "You can't do this to me. I need to go home." Get him strong enough. Finally, and then uh, knocks him out again for a surgery, brings him in to his practice, along with other people. There were, like, multiple surgeries going on, they said. There were a couple accident ones, and then there was, uh, th- when he wakes up from the surgery, Robert's there, and they're talking. And uh, he asks, like, what'd you do to me, or something like that. And uh, he, uh, <coughs> set, he gave him a vaginoplasty.
0: Oh. This this is where your stomach starts to turn a little bit. You're like, excuse me? Like, because we know he wants revenge. This turns into a revenge but story for a second. But then your
1: brain gets ticking a little bit. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. How does this relate to Vera? So we keep going... <laughs> Mm, and pretty soon after we learn that Robert also gave uh, Vicente breasts. Vicente is Vera. Yes. This, Vicente is Vera. This is
0: the twist that, like, you kind of, in your, in your head, you're like, this couldn't happen. You're, you're, you question it. You're like, oh, is it that? No, that's wild. That wouldn't happen. But
1: they commit to it. It's 100% what happens. That is like... It is the plot. It's not, it's, there's no, you're not getting <laughs> the rug pulled out from under you. That is it. Vera, who you have spent... The first... This is two hours exactly, this movie. I thought it was under two hours. It flew by, though. Yes. It flew by. This is two hours on the nose. And I would say the first hour 15 is spent with not knowing this information. Correct. And the last 45 is knowing this information. And it just... It changes everything. It's fucking wild. It's absolutely wild. But they... Holy shit. It was... (laughs) It was nuts. It was fucking nuts. So from here, we do learn that Robert is molding Vicente, who he has renamed Vera, he renamed, into his dead wife. Yes,
0: he gave her her face. Yeah. That's why
1: Tiger thought Vera was... uh, I don't even remember the dead wife's name.
0: Did they ever say it? I don't actually know if they did. Yeah, I don't know if they did. But yeah... That gives us all the answers to the tiger questions of why he was trying to assault her because, they, in his mind, they had already had sex. I guess he's also a piece of shit. No he's matter a what. piece of shit.
1: He was going to do whatever he wanted. He was going to rape her. Regardless, yes, regardless. regardless. But, yeah, but yeah. we
0: know why at least he wanted to. It's it, this really does just like it's
1: wild. Wild. So from here, it catches back up to... They go through this whole sex change, and you'll get used to it. Here's some uh, dilators, Ugh. various sizes. None of it's graphic. We don't see anything. No, we don't need to. We don't see anything. There's nudity Yes. Um, in it, obviously. There's butts and boobs and there's stuff. There's a lot of butts. There's a lot of butts. Um, but there is no there's, no... there's no peen. Surprisingly, no. No peen or gene. <laughs> yeah, neither. I suppose not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither. Uh so <laughs> yeah, nothing in this is really explicit. It's all really the ideas and the implications. The implications are uh a lot. They are a lot. Uh and from there we more or less get to present day. Yep, where we understand everything that's happening now. Yep.
0: For better or for worse, and uh, how long are we to assume the time gap is?
1: This is this is a question because they don't touch time. No. They don't mention time at all. I, it may be like in a paper somewhere. Like uh, The dates are written on the wall. We know it's... Too, oh, no, we do know. It's six six years. years.
0: That's right. It's six years.
1: It is. It's over the course of he six
0: years. Yeah, he has kept the wall here for six also, years. Also, this
1: movie apparently takes place a year after it was released. Uh, the movie, the date written, the year written in, on the wall is 2012, and this movie came out in 2011. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, Vicente was kept for six years, and I would probably say five of those were after the surgery as Vera. Probably, yeah. Yeah.
0: And back in the present day, I guess... They had a... He lets her out. She's She is essentially free to... to
1: because Not leave.
0: She, she is on her own volition, she but. is in, in her performances and and ever, all the all the things that she's saying to Robert appears to be in love with him, like that she has. It's fishy, accepted obviously. Accepted it, yes, yeah. but f- we are presented with yeah, uh, and and that is even proven almost when one of Robert's co-workers comes and yep. starts to suspect that what they did to Vicente was not so.
1: Vicente's picture showed up in the paper recently about being in like an unsolved missing persons case and that the mother is still holding out hope that her son's alive. And
0: all the documents for the surgery were and he fake.
1: recognized and remembered the name and was just like we did a sex change on this kid because he's using this to blackmail Robert. Yes. Because Robert's pulling out of the practice essentially and cutting off his home for in-home care and people to recover but apparently it's pretty vital like patients love that so his partner is there to ask for that to be open or to be able to rent it robert gives a firm no thus the blackmail but while that's going on vera vicente comes in she was listening in she was listening in but she was out shopping so she must have just gotten home she yeah. was out shopping with uh, the mom and uh says essentially says i'm I'm them, and I have always been a woman, and Robert did not kidnap me and blah 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 blah, blah, blah blah. And the guy just leaves, yep, uh, defeated and leaves and i I definitely questioned it, and I was like, this is a long con this is this is the long con, and it was uh so from here we pretty much they are going to bang again, or try to bang again. And she says she brought, she bought some lubricated cream. Ugh. I think she called it. Cream. Lubrication cream. Or, yeah, she said cream in I, there. She
0: did. I do. Yeah. I remember that.
1: Uh, I'm sure it's a thing. It's not my thing.
0: Uh, we're experts, and if we don't we're know We're experts about in it, sex. You <laughs> know
1: me, the car guy. That's what they call me. The car guy? The car guy. The car sex guy? Car sex guy. <laughs> Yeah, that's me, man. Have a great time having. You have to
0: change your Twitter handle that now to the Car Sex Guy. Yeah,
1: Len with the Car Sex Guy Chrome. <gasps> what? That's a suggestion I'll give, <laughs> I'll give to Lenny. I think he'll like it. I don't have a Twitter, uh, so there's uh, no. I'll change to uh, the <laughs> Cellar Dwellers name to the Car Sex Guys instead. That's cool. That's we should, and that's just, the new podcast. Let's just change the podcast. We're now. the Car Sex Guys. Uh, well.
0: You're the car sex guy. I've got to have my own thing. What are you, then? You'll find find out next episode. Find out next... Oh, you better fucking...
1: It better be good if you're going to make the people wait. So from there, she goes to get her cool lube cream and then uh, also gets a gun. We would like to <laughs> note that, that there are a lot of guns and purses uh, in this... Uh, in this last stretch of the movie it's only two but they're featured very prominently and it made us laugh a good bit so she gets the gun in her purse and it's sticking out of her purse and it's hilarious like the 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 clip of the the i don't even fuck i don't guns we know all the guns what you cock back (laughs) the the hammer. hammer thank you the hammer uh uh is sticking out of her fucking purse but she got the cream so she throws the cream at robert <laughs> that's true that's an accurate she, statement she gets back to the bedroom and throws the cream at robert just not like rudely as a distraction essentially and he catches it like who oh, i'm gonna put it on my pee, and we're gonna have sex with that vagina i made
0: <laughs> <laughs> again another accurate statement <laughs> Unfortunately.
1: (laughs) And then uh, she pulls that ginormous pistol from that tiny purse and uh, says, I'm going to kill you. He's like, you promised. And she's like, I lied. Uh, I should say here... She kills him. I should say... One shot to the heart. One shot to the heart, he's dead. I should say here, there were two quotes from this movie that I wrote down that were fucking dope. Oh, that's true. I remember those. One of which was when the mother was explaining to Vera about how Tiger and Robert were insane, essentially. She said, I've got insanity in my entrails. That's like the most metal line I've ever heard.
0: That's like from Evil
1: Dead. That's a Cannibal Corpse album. Like, it's so good. Uh, And then the other one, also said by the mom... She's got some good lines in this movie. ...was, she was a cinder. So fucking good. C-I-N-D-E-R. Yeah. Just in case I didn't pronounce that clearly enough. Uh, so for me, Robert, be dead. And uh, the mom heard this.
0: Pulled out her gun from pulled her Pulled out purse. her gun from her
1: purse. <laughs> we don't see her pull it from her purse, but we see her put it in it earlier in the movie. Uh, so we're assuming she got it out of the purse, just like Vera did. <laughs> and... and uh, this is bad. We've been talking about this movie for too long. <laughs> it's fine. We're almost done. It's almost done. So she uh, goes up the stairs, goes to the room... Uh, doesn't believe Vera's excuse that nothing's wrong, boom, opens the door, sees her dead son, is like, where are you? Where are you? (laughs) And I'm so sorry. And where are you? And then we see fucking Vera's arm snake out like a Muppet, like from under the bed and just shoot. It's the funniest scene in the movie. It looks so goofy. There's no telling if she can see where she's shooting.
0: It up. looks like a blind shot.
1: It looks like a completely blind shot. She looks shaky as fuck. <laughs> it's hysterical. But she hits the mom. The mom dies. Vera leaves. Goes back to the store. Reunites with her sister. His... This is why it's tricky. It's hard. This because is hard. the character themselves is, is, is Vicente. That got forcefully turned into Vera. Yeah. Th- <sighs> so when they go back, when... When Vicente goes to the store, they say, my name is... Vic- I'm Vicente. Yes. It's me, Vicente. And it ends with that, essentially, I'm Vicente. Credits. Credits. To the mom. Uh, the sister heard more of the story, and then the mom comes out from the back, and then credits and...
0: <gasps> Woo! What a fucking ride! Yeah, dude. That was a journey. I really... It in, was in a good so way. good. Yeah, like... I was uh, nuts. I don't think I could have guessed... Anything about what this movie would would have been? I because no. for, for the first quarter, I was like, "Am I let down by this?" Uh, I, I I was for thinking sure. that I was truly thinking that I was like, "Is this just weird and kind of lame?" And then everything changed, and I all the all the connections were made, all the questions were answered. We knew exactly what happened to every single person and why it happened. Yep. By the end of the movie, it was like a every, nice, it yeah. was like a nice little bow on top of a very. Fucked up. Well
1: crafted. It was just such a well laid out, well like thought out. Like they they knew what they were they wanted and they did it. They executed it. I would say perfectly. Like I don't I I don't know how Alma Devar feels about the movie at this point. Nine years later. I think it's safe to say that we. He's made a lot of comedies. Believe, if you if
0: you think you can handle kind of the gender kind of weird gender bits of kinda, this movie, yeah,
1: kind of blurred.
0: It, is, Con, a, it yeah. is a really good and well thought out thriller. Yeah, that's awesome. That if you can get past that stuff, you will appreciate.
1: Yeah, I think this is good. Amadevar described the film as a horror story without screams or frights, and to- I think that's super accurate. Totally
0: accurate. Because yeah. Antonio Banderas' his performance is is so downbeat, was... but but still menacing in a, in some ways. It, it, oh, it's he's very so, menacing. He's so good in this. There are so many just fucking eerie shots in this We should movie, also say, yeah. uh, we learned that this is the same year he did the Puss in Boots solo movie. <laughs> so, talk about range. My man's got it. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. Uh, wow. I think there's something to be said about this movie and one titled P- Puss in Boots. But um, So, this uh, whoa, was the, dude. First, this whoa, was the dude. first collaboration. <laughs> this was the first collaboration between them uh, in 21 years, the last time oh. the last time they had worked together was in 1990.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I assumed it was yeah. like a constant. They nah, been oh, they that's... did.
1: They did from 82 to 90. They did five films together.
0: That's really interesting. That's
1: a lot in a short. That's a lot in eight years, and then a
0: long gap too.
1: 21 year gap. Well, I think at that point he exploded. And so well, he, was, he was, was a superstar split. at that yeah. point. Yeah, that makes sense. And not that like he wouldn't work with Alma but I think he was just working on other shit. Uh, he was shit. doing Zorro. So he, I mean I I fucked hard with Zorro. As I love a kid. both of those movies. They were awesome. <laughs> what is what is uh, what is this will help segue into our um, palate cleansers? What a uh, what what are some wonderful Antonio Banderas flicks that you love aside from all th- first three Spy Kids? Aside from the first three Spy Kids, yeah. Uh, I think. Cause I, we were discussing before this. I haven't seen the, Desperado. Uh, I haven't seen the El Mariachi trilogy. I think Desperado is
0: is really really awesome. I like the Zorro movies. I think they're they're a lot of fun. What was that robot movie that came out, like in the last five years maybe, where he was like an inventor or maybe another doctor scientist? I don't remember what it's called.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about, and I'm looking at his movies right now. Hmm.
0: I think it's another Spanish, maybe another Spanish director. Mm -hmm.
1: He did uh, recently, I forgot, uh, his movie from last year got him a nomination for an Oscar.
0: Which one was it again? Remind me.
1: Pain and Glory. And that was Almo DeVar. What's that about? I don't know. It's essentially about Almo DeVar's life. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that. Now I really want to see that. You're right.
0: Ooh, yeah. Now
1: I really want to see that.
0: Cool. We could, we could go on oh, and on. Oh, the movie that I was thinking of was
1: Automata. Oh. I didn't even see that pop up here. How long ago? Oh, I see. 2014. 2014. I was like
0: almost exactly right. Oh, it's yeah. It's a robot. It is. He looks like a doctor scientist. Thank you. Wow. I, I haven't seen this, but it looks kind of
1: cool. It looks kind of cool. It's got a cool poster. It does. I'll check it out. Antonio Banderas. Super handsome. We like I actually
0: it. do have a, a good palate cleanser. Yeah. What have you been doing? Uh, outside of, obviously, the talent of Antonio Banderas. If you are the owner of a of a Switch, I actually am not entirely sure if this is on other platforms as well. But uh, I've been playing this game called Hades a lot lately, like the last week or so, and I've turned two other friends onto it. Yeah, <laughs> and it has become kind of a, a you were telling me about us. it earlier. I it's also to. it's also blown up on Twitter. Okay, because cool. all the characters is a pun aside. Characters they're all hot. <laughs> nice. Like, the drawings are, like, done in a very clearly sexy way. In, a, in like, an inclusive and good way, I would say. Okay. But... <laughs> what does that mean? Like, there's a lot of diversity diversity in the gods. Wonderful. I can't describe it without you, somebody having to go look at it, because it is... The art style is very beautiful. It's a very fun game. The story is really cool. It's definitely helpful.
1: Femme Fatale! Sorry, I, I was trying to remember the name of it. What? Continue. I'll continue for me after this. I'm oh, sorry. great! You
0: were just gonna say that in the middle of my palate cleanser.
1: <laughs> I'm very sorry. It was it was important. You know what? I'm done for posterity's sake.
0: How is the game? It sounds great. I said it's fun.
1: Is it ready? Go ahead. Is it ready? T for
0: teen or M for mature? Uh, I'm gonna assume T. I, I it's not like that violent. I mean, there, it's an action like kind of beat 'em up game, but it's all kind of tongue in cheek and. Uh, A little campy and... See, I got you talking about it. ...in a fun way. Um, I can stop recording whenever (laughs) I want, so you forget who the producer is on this.
1: Femme Fatale is a Brian De Palma movie that I love that is starring Antonio Banderas and Rebecca Remains Stamos.
0: Is that the one with that uh, really famous Antonio Banderas gif? I don't know if I know that gif. Google it real quick. Uh,
1: What, just Antonio Banderas gif? Yeah, and
0: it'll be one of him like smiling and like leaning back with his eyes closed oh shit am i exactly right i think yes i'm pretty positive that (laughs) is is this movie i think it is oh fuck because it's hilarious and it's always funny
1: yeah i'm pretty sure that is
0: good good movie
1: (laughs) good movie we love antonio Banderas
0: here on this podcast do you have a do you have a palate cleanser i really don't
1: (sighs) not this week we'll
0: we'll allow it the end this watch my kids yeah, Rewatch well, no, like what I,
1: I I mentioned to you earlier, I'm going to try to jump back into Ghosts of Tsushima, because I need to just chill, and I really like that game.
0: That's not that's not a chill game.
1: It's not it's not, not chill. No, the music is very cool. The it's very cinematic. When you're not fighting, it's beautiful. Sure. So And the music's wonderful. Video games are cool, man. I like a lot of things. So, um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> with that, on that note, my friends... <laughs> Uh, we have
0: been the cellar dwellers Watch the skin I live we in We have
1: no idea what we're gonna do next time uh, We'll fucking figure it out we're We got some big plans for December
0: Oh just you wait
1: We got <laughs> We got some ideas We got If you thought got Halloween was spooky oh. oh yeah we gotta get uh, We gotta get Brittany to do another uh, Piece for December Could be like ornaments on a Christmas tree That could be cool Or it could be for inclusivity We could do uh, flames on a menorah I don't know why I rolled my R.
0: Neither of us are Jewish.
1: Yeah, but inclusivity. <laughs> isn't that just we're a, gonna have to do every holiday? Isn't that just She's gonna have to do every <laughs> holiday. No,
0: it's so they can share it with their friends. Everybody. I would love to be big in the Jewish community. I already am. If they won't love our December then. My buddy, <laughs> my, my buddy Lenwood Crumb's huge
1: <laughs> in the community.
0: Big Mel Gibson fan.
1: Oh, fuck off! Speaking of December.
0: Are we announcing no, that? We're now? No, we're not.
1: Okay, no, just a little goof. All right, bye, everybody. Thanks bye. for hanging out.
0: Thank you for listening and hanging out. And uh I'm Christian. I'm Colby. We're the Salad Dwellers. Bye. Bye.